0: Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly.
1: We had a late winter in Western New York, and I kind of feel like we just did like back to school, and now we're doing, we're going to talk a little bit about the end of the school year, um, featuring Christ the King Seminary, who has their commencement coming up uh, this coming Friday, actually, and that's just one of the many things that uh, is going on at uh, Christ the King Seminary. We're going to talk about uh, one of their newer programs and uh, about some of the uh, – about their big fundraiser, the uh, Father Merrick Bednar Memorial Golf Tournament. That's coming up on the 22nd of May in a couple of weeks, and uh, some of the summer programs as well. And uh, joining us, uh, returning to the program once again, is Eileen Warner, who you're, you're wearing a lot of hats on the program today, Eileen, because we're going to cover a lot of ground in the next part of the show. But uh, what do you, what's, your, what's your full-time gig at the seminary?
2: Well, thank you for having <laughs> us back. We always appreciate this. I am Director of Mission and thank Pastoral you. Outreach, yes. so we deal with a lot of things, but in particular events coming up at the seminary.
1: Uh, so this definitely, uh, the our topic in the first half of the program definitely falls under your purview in terms of mission and, and outreach. It's the Hispanic Pastoral Institute Certificate Program and uh, all, joining Eileen to kind of talk about some of that today is uh, one of the instructors for the program, Father David Munoz an oblate of Mary Immaculate. Uh, Father, uh, welcome to the program. Thank you. Uh, I've had you in the studio but not on my show so it's nice to have you in here for uh, for, for this program uh, today. Uh, now you, you are an oblate so um, you are part of the oblate ministry The people might be familiar with on the west side of Buffalo,
3: right? Correct. Yeah, we have the three parishes on the west side. Okay,
1: terrific. Um, and uh, the the program we're talking about today, the Hispanic Pastoral Institute Certificate Program, um, is really done in collaboration uh, with our building here, the, the Catholic Center and the Office of Cultural Diversity for the uh, diocese. Um, uh, Eileen, all the instruction done right out at the seminary for this No, actually the,
2: the classes take place at DeUville College. Oh, so we terrific. can keep it centered right yeah, downtown for accessibility for those taking those classes.
3: Yeah, many of our Hispanic people, they don't, they don't have a, a, a easy accessibility to yeah. the seminary. Some of them don't, don't have transportation and it's a little bit further for them. So we try to keep it in the higher concentration area. So the west side of Buffalo is like the perfect place.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was gonna. I, I was kind of thinking that that the uh, you know that's what people think of the like people think South Buffalo for <laughs> Irish people do think of the Hispanic population on the west side. Not so much the case anymore though, right, Father? I mean, they're spread out. I mean, Lackawanna right. has a strong yes. fact. Milagros is is, is in that yeah. part of the <laughs> diocese as well
3: yeah um and one of the things that I think in the future' we're, we, we've actually talked about it uh how do we reach especially those other areas? Uh, we have a lot of Hispanics who are moving into the north towns, yeah. Niagara Falls area, that whole section as well you know Lackawanna and the south towns Dunkirk has a a big hispanic population, so we're that's something for the future to look into
1: yeah um, now i'm I'm calling this kind of a new program new for the Kind of the seminary, right, Eileen?
2: Correct. We were looking for ways to reach out to additional populations. And so we were thrilled that this collaboration worked out, and we want to see it continue yeah, to
1: grow. Now, and now, you've been working with the with the Office of Cultural Diversity since you, you've been in Buffalo, correct? Right. So I, you know, um, you know, and in many ways, you know, the Oblates are certainly known. Uh, one of the things in, in terms of their, you know, hands on ministries this is really, you know, education, teaching, uh, seminary. You have, a, you have yes. a seminary here as well, right? So um, in some ways, it makes sense that you would get involved with this.
3: Yeah, and program. one of the big things that we we've always wanted to do is lay formation. That's a, a real important part of the oblate charism. So when I first arrived in Buffalo about five years ago, um, the superior at the time said, "Well, why don't you get involved with the Hispanic Pastoral Institute?" And the rest is history. So yeah,
1: yeah, um, uh, I would think right. This is a big step forward for this program. I know that uh, in the past, um, uh, there's been all kinds of different ways that um, the Office of Cultural Diversity and and before that, the Office of Hispanic Ministry Mm -hmm. for the Diocese of Buffalo has tried to do this very thing, kind of have um, specifically a a program of of study like the seminary would provide it for any kind of pastoral training. Mm For Hispanics and ministering in the in a Hispanic ministry, so I would think this is a a nice development that that we've got a program now locally through an accredited um, college as well.
3: Correct, uh, you know we we struggled in in the first few years precisely because of that because we were always trying to find other places, other institutes that would help us to give an accredited certificate, and um, it, so it, it was really. Uh, by the grace of God that the bishop finally said, Oh well, why don't we do that here? And it was it was kind of like the answer to our prayers. Oh, we can do this. And that's how we got involved with Christ the King. And Eileen helped us out tremendously with that. And I, I remember sitting down with Father Joe Gatto and, and presenting it to him. And he says, I got the perfect person for you. <laughs> and that's how she got involved and we met. And it really didn't take us all that much because we had a program already sort of in place. We had to tweak it just to get the accreditation uh, from the seminary. But it, it, it really took off – Really
2: quickly. It did. And we're thrilled to have them on board and helping the Hispanic population to be able to produce ministers Mm -hmm. for the field. And it's worked well.
1: Uh, Father David Munoz joins us, an oblate of Mary Immaculate, uh, ministering in uh, their parishes on the west side of Buffalo. And Eileen Warner uh, here as well from Christ the King Seminary talking in this segment of the program about the Hispanic Pastoral Institute Certificate Program. Uh, So when we talk about this Program, um, what makes it different than, say, the, the other pastoral certificates that are available through Christ the King Seminary? Uh, first and foremost, right? It's it's done all in Spanish, all which is terrific.
3: Spanish. Yeah, yeah. We even though many of our students they can speak English, uh, there's a there's a different way of approaching. Um, theology from a, a Hispanic mentality, and I think that's what they appreciate. It's in their own language. Many of them, their first language is Spanish, so it's much easier to learn in that language. And secondly, um, we try to bring in the cultural aspects of it. There is one particular course which is about uh, specifically Hispanic pastoral ministry and the different cultural elements, um, and it, and it's a complicated Course, because it's not just about you know the the biggest population here are the Puerto Ricans, but you also have to consider there are people from Mexico and Venezuela and Ecuador, and how do you minister to such a diverse group of people? And most of our people, uh, the leaders who are who are taking these courses, are just kind of they they know what the church is like in their own countries, you know what the church is like in Puerto Rico and how it functions there. But you know, Our Lady of Guadalupe is not as popular in Puerto Rico as she is in Mexico or somewhere near the border in the United States. So those elements are really important, and we try to, you know, th- th- I think that's the main difference: is how do we tie in all of this with the cultural perspective?
1: Anybody who's uh, maybe been to um, uh, a mass in Spanish in any of our parishes in the diocese have experienced some of these differences. Mm-hmm. Right away. I mean, there's just a different type of celebration of the liturgy. There's a different approach and outlook than maybe we're we're used to in the uh, you know in the in the uh, suburbs of uh, Western New York here in the in rural Western New York. Um, so I would think right that um, you really need a, a a program that's tailored to that when we talk about training people for ministry in these communities.
3: Correct. And I think it's also important just for the development of the lay people, because there are so few of us in the diocese who are Hispanic priests. You know, for the most part, most, most of the priests that they will get are uh, priests who are Americans who learn Spanish and maybe worked in a Hispanic culture. But we really need the help of the lay people, and this is why it's it's such an important program because we need to hand over a lot of that to them and have them create their own ministerial situations, pastoral uh, ministries that are catered, especially to the Hispanics in their own parishes.
1: Yeah. Now, I I, I want to kind of relate this to like real-world scenarios. Now, you, you've got folks who are graduating this year, right, from Correct. the program, so they'll be participating uh, Friday at the commencement as well. Um, but obviously, the idea is, right, you're going to go into a, a parish or some type of ministry... Scenario and use the talents that you you've been working towards in this. So let's talk about your own parishes over there. Maybe a little different for your parish. You've got quite a team of of oblates that work together over there already. But um, you know, so how does this translate? what they're learning in these courses when they get into a parish like yours.
3: Well, we're still working on that part. <laughs> no, but it's really interesting just to watch some of the new – some of the ones who are graduating. Um, they've already begun their pastoral work because as part of the program. We wanted them to do sort of an internship towards the end of their course. And just watching them work and see how they, they've learned so much from when they first began is, is really amazing. And um, you know, they've begun ministries and so it 's not just the, the typical ministries like uh, liturgical ministries and um, other social outreach ministries that are already established in the parishes, but they 've developed new ways of reaching out to people, uh, working with the poor, especially on the on the west side, uh, working with the immigrants so it's really it 's just fascinating to me to watch them do this
1: yeah and that 's the um that's the diversity of that ministry. We've been talking a lot, obviously, on this program. You mentioned immigrants about mm-hmm. immigration because it's such a hot news topic these days, and all of the service done, um, and much of it in your area on the on the west side of Buffalo, um, but through Catholic charities and, and, and whatnot. So, um, I mean, it really is a different type of program, a different skill set than perhaps some of the other. Pastoral certificate programs. Correct. Yeah. Um, uh, but, Eileen, um, this is a, a certificate that if somebody moves on, they move to New York or, or, or somewhere else, right? I mean this uh, you know.
2: It, it would be recognized nationally yeah. and internationally for wherever they're called to do ministry. They would be recognized coming from an institution such as Christ the King Seminary. And okay.
3: that's why that's why we were so excited that <laughs> <laughs> we were <went> able to wake up. <laughs> yeah.
2: But we well. want them to just feel that accreditation mm-hmm. so that they feel empowered as ministers to serve God's people. Mm-hmm.
3: And I also think it, it helps them it helps the Hispanic population also feel part of the diocese. Right. Uh, especially when you don't know a language when um, your culture is just different, and I and I think the bishop has done a marvelous job in his time here to be able to incorporate the different cultures into the diocesan life. And I think they feel part of the of the diocese by simply just saying, "Oh, I I did a coursework at the seminary of the diocese."
1: Um, let me ask another. Uh, I'd like to ask a, a variation of this, and I'll I'd like to have you on another time. Maybe we can talk about your own vocation. But I always like to bring up vocations when I have priests and religious on the program. And that's a big part of the ministry of the oblates here in in Buffalo. Um, and uh, you know I think all of our other cultural groups, the the uh you, you know, the Hispanic population of, of Western New York was maybe the last big wave of immigrants, you know, kind of the kind of through the sixties, seventies, eighties. So so um in many ways, you're right. We we don't have a, a lot of Hispanic priests here in this area. Um, is that something we need to work on as a diocese?
3: Well, fostering I mean, vocations in that area. I, I, vocations, fostering all, vocations all, in we general. We need them all over. Right, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I I think that a lot of Hispanics are just um, – they're afraid of – Leaving home, you know, per se. I, I yeah. know that was uh, the fear of my parents. You ever becoming a missionary? <laughs> what they're going to send you to? Yeah. They're going to send you to Thailand, or you know, my, And then I ended up in the United States, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, the, our Hispanic population they, they struggle with vocation simply because um, it's it's just where are they going to send you? Where are you going to be? What about family? You know, we're a very family oriented culture and society, and so it, it kind of creates that conflict but we do need as many vocations as we can that can speak spanish both in religious life as well as as um, in the priesthood because otherwise you know, there's a big section that is kind of missing out and there's you know i really appreciate the work that a lot of our our are, are priests who have learned Spanish and worked in hispanic countries the, the work that they do, but uh, the people have told me there's a difference when you actually have one who <laughs> who knows the culture and not yeah. just has lived in it so.
1: well and I, I imagine there's that also like uh many of us right um uh you know we had Uh, two priests come out of my home parish in Warsaw, Mm -hmm. New York, you know, if somebody from your parish, for example, um, was to be or or any of our parishes in the diocese was to be ordained and then come back and ministered in their community. I mean, that that means something more, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a big thing. Um, well, we're going to talk more about, uh, um, of course, vocations is uh, uh, priority number one at Christ the King Seminary. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk more about that in the second half of the, the program about some of the other things that are going on. Uh, but Father David Munoz uh, from uh, Holy Angels, Holy Cross, and Our Lady Hope Parish is on the west side and also an instructor in the... Uh, Hispanic Pastoral Institute Certificate Program for the seminary. Thanks for coming in and sharing a little bit about that program. Uh, always nice to see the new stuff going on in the diocese. Mm -hmm. Very good. Uh, Eileen Warner from uh, Christ the King is with us as well, and she'll be sticking around. We'll be right back here on Western New York Catholic Weekly. I'm Father Jeff Nowak. Using social media has been a great way for me to reach people where they're at every day, people we might not see in a church pew. So I'm happy to be the honorary chairperson for the Catholic Communication Campaign, spreading good news through the Western New York Catholic, Daybreak TV, radio podcasts, and other new media, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just go to buffalodiocese.org and see for yourself. And thank you for supporting the Catholic Communication Campaign in your parish, June 10th and 11th.
2: Make your voice heard. There are thousands of Catholic New Yorkers who are working together for justice in our society, promoting the values important to our faith. Join the Catholic Action Network
1: and speak out in support of the poor and vulnerable, the sick and elderly, the unborn, families and children. Sign up online at nyscatholic.org and click on Join the Network. That's nyscatholic.org. For more information, call the Office of Pro-Life Activities of the Diocese of Buffalo at 716-847-2205 and visit the New York State Catholic Conference's Legislative Action Center. Read alerts on important legislative issues and email your state representative. Stay informed and strengthen the Catholic voice in New York. You'll find it all at nyscatholic.org. That's nyscatholic.org. The May issue of the Western New York Catholic is now available in your local parish. Welcome back to Western New York Catholic Weekly. I'm Greg Prince. Uh, still joining us here on the program is Eileen Warner from Christ the King Seminary. And, you know, Eileen, we talked about one of the brand new kind of things uh, this year, which is going to be exciting at uh, – Commencement, our first crop of uh, graduates in the Hispanic Pastoral uh, Ministry Certificate um, Program. Um, we're going to talk about some of the old hat stuff, though, on uh, on this segment of the program, which we like to let folks know about. Uh, uh, there's always somebody hearing about it for the for the first time, um, uh, particularly, and I want to I want to make sure that everybody uh, realizes this. I've been lax in uh, promoting the website as we go along here today. Cks.edu is Christ the King's website, and so that's pretty easy to remember, cks.edu. Anything we talk about uh, on the program is there uh, today. Now, if you go to buffalodiocese.org, if you, if you were listening in the first half of the program, uh, you, you or someone you know might be interested in the Hispanic Pastoral Institute Certificate, you can certainly get in touch with Christ the King, but go to buffalodiocese.org under cultural diversity, and the information is uh, is, is right there. I also should mention, I should have let uh, 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 let Father be be part of the good news before we let him go today. But uh, um, you may have heard either through the Western New York Catholic or, or whatever, our director of uh, cultural diversity, Milagros Ramos, of course, had had a battle um, recently with, with cancer, some of you. I saw many of uh, uh, different folks um, who I know through this program and through my ministry at a big fundraiser they had for uh, earlier. And uh, you will be happy to know that she has been uh, pronounced cancer-free, which is terrific. So, Praise God. Uh, our prayers continue. For, for her. So, um, uh, so before we get into some of the programming again, um, do you want to just mention the the golf tournament that's coming up? Because that's a great way for people to support the. Seminary. Again, I imagine there's information right at the website for you there.
2: All kinds of information. Um, That's one of our major fundraisers, but it's also a great way to build community. It is.
1: It's a fun event. I'm not a golfer, but it's a good event.
2: Exactly. A lot of folks come out. Our seminarians are involved. The priests from the seminary who don't even golf, they come out and golf. Uh, This year it's going to be on a Monday, Monday, May 22nd, and we've moved our venue to the Lancaster Country Club. We were getting so many folks coming out for golf, we wanted to expand the opportunities there. So, we're looking forward to that on Monday, May 22nd.
1: Okay, very good. So, uh, if you're a golfer, you can do that. Um, uh, you know, Father uh, Merrick Bednar is a great story. We, uh, in fact, we, we we've talked with his family members on this um show before unfortunately um you know his uh his ministry ended at a, at an early age um oddly enough graduation this year is on um uh, the anniversary of his passing That's May, right. May 12th so uh, That's right. um but uh, we we do this in his honor every year and as you mentioned a great uh, fundraising opportunity for the seminary so so com- uh, go ahead yeah uh,
2: along with that we're expanding the whole concept there for that event, and we have a Grapes on the Green event going on simultaneously. So while the men, mostly, as well as women, are out golfing, there's an additional event that's a wine tasting and fashion event that will be held at the Lancaster Country Club, and that's from 3 to 5. A lot of the women come out for that. They have a glass of wine, some wine tasting with the Elma liquors, and they're able to visit. And then as the golfers come in, they can stay for dinner. And so it's another way for some of the wives to become more involved and spend some time out there and join the rest of the crew for dinner and the auction that evening.
1: Okay, terrific. See, lots of ways to, to get involved there. Again, go to uh, cks.edu. So uh, commencement this year. Tell us about, uh, you know, what uh, what uh, folks can make. Can expect a, a new program. That's a great uh, exactly. That's one of the we great are very. Ex-
2: they'll be part of the commencement exercises this year. That's Friday, May twelfth, next week, right around the corner for us.
0: Yes.
2: Um, the bishop is. It comes out and joins us every year to issue the certificates for those completing the certificate programs. We will have eight graduates in our Hispanic Institute program, great. and then we have an additional seven that are earning the traditional certificates through the seminary. And we'll have 12 people that have completed their master's program. Oh, terrific. So that includes some of our deacon candidates, certainly our priest candidates, as well as lay ecclesial ministers that are studying there as well.
1: Okay, terrific. Um, This this is probably a a good point um, uh, to plug the programs at the seminary as well because uh, anybody can take courses at Christ the
2: King, right? Absolutely. While our primary purpose is priestly formation, we have a number of lay students there that are studying for all various fields of ministry in the diocese. I earned my master's about 20 years ago there and have continued to serve the diocese in different capacities. So we really encourage people to come out. The seminary really works around people's schedules. Many of the classes are in the evening. We've got an incredible scholarship program there that makes it very financially feasible for people to come out and and earn a master's degree. They can do it over... Three, four, five years um, if they're going part-time. Some do it full-time and can finish in two years. But it's been a a great program for our diocese to help build lay ecclesial ministers and support all the work in our parishes and to support the priests who are ministering in the parishes and in our institutions.
1: Well, one of the great things about uh, summertime – at the seminary is there's some opportunities for people to kind of get their feet wet if they maybe want to see what the seminary is all about and get a taste for the the kind of study that that goes on there. Uh, summer can be a good time to do that, right?
2: Exactly. We offer a number of different opportunities to come out, even for just a dinner lecture series. Different uh, professors from the seminary will offer a one-time lecture during the summer where you can come out and join us for dinner, you can get a tour of the grounds, and then you stay for a really informative lecture. And that's sometimes what piques people's curiosity, saying, wow, I'd love to take a course on that. So people can start from simplicity of a dinner lecture to one of our uh, certificate courses in a field that they're interested in, and then some go right on for the master's program. So as you said, you dip your toes in first and work your way through, and uh, it's a great way to get exposure to the seminary. I will say our president rector, Father Joseph Gatto, his uh, mantra is all are welcome. The more people on campus, the more he smiles. So we really love to see people coming out. We try to offer a diversity of things in the summertime. The grounds are just gorgeous, 132 acres of green grass, some lakes, stations of the cross, hiking trails, as well as intellectual things. Um, And we have, have retreat programs as well during the summer.
1: Yeah, he always says that when he's on the program here himself and um I, I try to reinforce to folks, you know, I know you hear a lot from everybody, oh, come on and see us anytime. No, he really means he, it. He come on out. There. Does. Go on out. <laughs> yep. Enjoy the grounds of the seminary, you know, get a get a taste for what's going on. Speaking of taste, um, one thing I will tell you about the Dinner Lecture Series is the uh, food service program at Christ the King is tremendous. They do a great job. You will get, if nothing else, a terrific meal exactly. if you join them at Christ the King. So I, I encourage that. Uh, again, information about that is at cks.edu. Uh, now, you know, we're talking primarily uh, about the the study opportunities at Christ the King, but um, there's many different opportunities. It's also a spiritual center for our diocese as well. So there are retreat opportunities like Christ the King,
2: right? Exactly. And, And that's one of the things that we've been running for years and years out there and encourage people to take advantage of. Our summer retreats this year begin July 9th through the 14th. You can come out for three days or five days. We have a seminar retreat. Father James Vaco, who is a Franciscan priest, who is very engaging, um, great sense of humor, but a deep, deep spirituality. He will be facilitating the, the seminar retreat. And then we also have silent retreats that have a spiritual director. So I went out there for years. Taking those retreats. When you're involved in ministry and you're working in parish ministry or any of our institutions, it's so important for ministers to take time for themselves, as well as any lay people, to just get back in touch with God. It's a beautiful campus, it's serene. The nature element just adds so much to the spiritual element um, within the retreats. So and we also have a pray and paint retreat this summer for those that have an artistic bent. that the in
1: thing, right? The whole it, it is. thing, right? Sure, it's
2: right. Great. So it's August people 10th through 11th. It's one night, and uh, Gina Catrona will be leading that retreat. She'll do a beautiful job with it. So if you can come for one night, three nights, five nights, we try to make it accessible. Um, but please check the website out for that. We've got some brochures on that, and those are always really fruitful for people.
1: Uh, terrific. Uh, so, uh, you know, don't have a lot of time left here on the the program. If people are interested in something that they've they've heard today, what are maybe some of the first steps that they should do? Of course, we tell them to go to the website at cks. dot edu. But but when they when they're ready to to make contact with somebody to to call one of you on the on the uh, faculty or staff at Christ the King Seminary, what do they need to know?
2: Basically. Y- Find out the information online, and then they can contact myself, Eileen Warner, and I can steer them in the right direction depending upon what they're looking for. Gail Mann, our scheduler, can help them to sign up for the dinner lectures. And Mike Sherry is our dean. So if they've got any questions, we usually have people come in and talk to us about what would it take to do a certificate or you know graduate studies? What would that look like? We'll walk you through the whole process. It's not intimidating at all. It doesn't take much to get registered and get your application in. We really are very user-friendly out there um, and very happy to welcome people at whatever level you're ready to start at. So certainly give myself a call or the dean or Gail. Any of us will help you. Or just come out to the campus and look us up.
1: There you go. Um, uh, Father Joe means it. He absolutely – all are welcome. All are welcome. <laughs> there we go. Eileen Warner at Christ the King Seminary. Uh, uh, lots of great things going out there. Um, good luck with uh, commencement this uh, coming weekend. Uh, congratulations to all the folks. If you're listening and you're graduating, congratulations to you receiving one of the certificates or or whatnot. And, uh, of course, if you go to cks.edu, uh, take a look at the information uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. The uh, Father Merrick Bednar Memorial Golf Tournament, May twenty second at the Lancaster Country club for golfers and uh, folks who maybe like a little wine, right? Exactly, wine can, tasting. Yes, terrific. So, good event there, cks.edu. The website, our website, of course, diocese. buffalodiocese.org. And uh, again, if you remember the first part of the program, maybe you're interested in the Hispa- Hispanic Pastoral Institute certificate we talked about. Um, go to buffalodiocese.org to the Office of Cultural Diversity link on there, and you can find out information about that. We, of course, uh, have our podcasts. Available. So if you miss something on this show or you want to hear some of our other programs, we invite you to do that. Just look under the uh, news and information tab and look for radio or at WNYCatholic.org as well. Uh, Also on that note, uh, make sure if you're in Topps Markets, the Western New York Catholic is now in Topps Markets. So uh, if you missed it at your parish, you can pick it up while you're shopping. I'm Greg Prince. I'll be back with you next week. The May issue of the Western New York Catholic is now available in your local
0: parish. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. If you have a comment about this week's program or need more information about anything you hear on Western New York Catholic Weekly, call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org. Our email address again is radio at buffalodiocese.org or call 847 You can visit the Western New York Catholic and the Diocese of Buffalo online at buffalodiocese.org. And be sure to join Greg Prince again next week for Western New York Catholic Weekly.